This NFL picks week 12 edition of the sports gaming podcast is brought to you by bet 365 bet. 365 is offering new users a thousand dollar. No sweat bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. What's up, everybody? You're watching SGPN. Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go, baby. The Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan Real Money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Coming to a, we're using the space to connect to each other right now, talking to each other in bits and bites. Uh, and I yes. do, I will, we'll, we'll, real quick, pulling back the curtain, when we do our VEASAN show, you did get complimented on the uh, implementation of the analog dog drop. So nice job on the oh. dog drop coming to us live from an undisclosed location, unless you want to disclose it right now. <laughs> All right, sure. Yes, I will I'll reveal my location. I am in Las Vegas at Caesar's Palace, uh, visiting Vegas as I do every week, but uh, this time uh, hanging out with the in laws, doing some family stuff for Thanksgiving. And uh, yeah, it was a great way to start the Thanksgiving week. Watching the game at the Caesars Palace Sportsbook, going nuts for my Philadelphia Eagles. What a win! Jalen Hurts putting the team on his back. Uh, just won a shit ton of money. I mean, the Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown, uh, which we had discussed about parlaying it with Eagles money line, which of course I did. Also, a late add uh, DeAndre Swift anytime touchdown. Also. Uh, decided to hammer Eagles money line live when they went down 10 points. So it was a massive win for the Eagles. Uh, Travis Kelsey, maybe a little distracted dealing with uh, Taylor Swift, not at the game, heartbroken. Is that why he fumbled, Ryan? Uh, it's the perfect story. Uh, what what a narrative. And as soon as you see him having a bad game, punching the ground, you're like, uh oh, what is going wrong? I saw the parents canceled some sort of engagement they were going to have. <laughs> Uh, maybe there's trouble in paradise. Uh, look, the the Chiefs are still sitting in a, in a good spot, but yeah, great game for your Eagles. I don't think we got anything wrong on the prop show. Uh, if we're being well, honest, I did, I did, uh, I did have Pacheco rushing yards oh, under. That's right. I tried to talk you out. Uh, of you it. tried to talk me out of it, and then I was also on AJ Brown, but um, and it turned out to be a Devonta Smith game. I'm kind of kicking myself. I I considered that angle, but AJ Brown had been such a beast. Uh, that being said, though the the Jalen Hurts anytime touchdown, the Hassan Reddick sack, uh, Kel- Boston Kelsey, Scott touchdown, Dink. Kelsey under the ladder. My Mahomes ladder yeah. got uh, three uh, uh, over the thirty five and a half was plus two twenty, and I saw some people took some more conservative approaches to my Dgens only prop of Hurts anytime touchdown, Mahomes rushing, Swift rushing. And uh, they got there. They they were they took the responsible angle and they got home with like a six seven eight to one same game. 
Yeah, no, a lot of, lot of, and the DeAndre Swift ladder. What did that? Um, I mean, that was close to going nuclear, but he ended up getting a ton of receiving yards. I still think he he did okay on the prop, but um, I mean, we were close on that one. Should have went total yards, uh, but those are kind of hard to find for the ladders. Uh, Joel in the chat saying, uh, "Looks like someone is on a two-day bender after a Devito win." Referring probably to Ryan rocking the shades in studio. Uh, not a bender, not a bender. Just you know, wanted to make sure that everything's okay. And uh, yeah, I've been uh, not much sleep this week, Sean. As you know, you got to condense the week. It's Thanksgiving week, yeah. which means only one thing: most people will be enjoying fatty meats coursing through their veins and watching football. I will be out enjoying the organic uh, sounds, sights, and smells of nature. I will be eating well and I will be not watching football. I will be completely unconnected. So uh gotta get everything done by uh twelve hours from now. You're welcome. Uh cereal cereal pointing out first turkey day where Dallas and Detroit get wins. It I I don't know if that's a uh I don't know if that's a, a stat, but it does feel like uh, they both don't do great uh, on Thanksgiving, at least uh, at least against the spread. We're gonna get to those picks in just a second. Before we do, shout out to Bet Three Sixty Five. Hopefully, you've already gone to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash Bet Three Sixty Five. Uh, you can also scan the QR code on our YouTube chat here, or uh, sign up link in the bio. Plenty of ways to get signed up over on Bet Three Sixty Five. Great time. To sign up over at Bet365, get that thousand dollar risk-free bet, no sweat bet. That feels pretty fun. Or bet five dollars, get $150 in bonus bets. I mean, there's just tons of stuff to like here on the uh Thursday turkey slate. And then rolling right. I mean, we got Black Friday NFL, massive college slate as well. Uh, just put out our college football picks and even get a head start because the Wednesday college basketball episode that is already dropped as well. Uh, and of course, get it all over at sportsgivenpodcast.com slash bet365. And it wouldn't be an NFL picks episode with talking about our favorite picks when it comes to pizza. And that is Little C's. Hey, Little C's. I'm doing the Tommy DeVito fingers in honor of Little Caesars, the official pizza of the National Football League. Official pizza of Sean Green, the only pizza that gets you that delicious uh, pretzel crust. I mean, the pepperoni piled high pairs perfectly with some NFL parlays, and of course, their delicious pretzel crust. I mean, who need you know? Sure, Thanksgiving uh, leftovers are good, but I mean, you know what makes them better is uh, some Little Caesars. I'm laughing at Ryan's uh, amazing Little Caesars profile icon uh, that he's now trying to match exactly. <laughs> Over at youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast, but get you some little Caesars. Uh, you can get it uh, delivered um, at, or pick it up at the uh, pizza portal there. Little Caesars, pizza, pizza. I feel like I got it there. Uh, I was going to say, you're staying at you're staying at Caesars Palace. Do they not have pretzel yes. crust? <laughs> that's a good uh, That's a good question, Ryan. Uh, I don't you know. know. I'm going to, here's what you do. You record yourself, maybe 30 to 60 second commitment, searching for pretzel crust. Uh, it'll, it'll be great. You're at little Caesars. There's statues everywhere. They got, I'm sure they enjoyed pretzel crust back in the Roman empire. Yeah. Why would they not? They were a decadent, uh, decadent crew. Uh, hey, before we get to the picks updating 
updating the world on the second chance NFL survivor presented by barking dog properties, $3,000 up for grabs in the second chance NFL survivor, Ryan update. We are down to two 39, 239 wow. uh, contestants left. If you had to guess right now, what do you think would be the number one play in our second chance NFL survivor? <sighs> I've been pretty dialed into this uh, and shout out to all the fools who went out commanders last week. Yes. We tried to warn you about I the really commanders. tried to warn you. I, I think that, um, you know, if I'm expanding this conversation beyond just our second chance, I do think Dallas is back in play. I certainly mm. think Miami is in play, although that's kind of a sneaky, scary spot. I think all of the Turkey day games are in play. I think that's probably what I would circle. Maybe some people are maniacs and take the chiefs uh, on, on Sunday. But I, I think that the majority of survivor entries will be firing on Turkey day or black Friday. Yeah, I would say uh Chiefs off the loss against the Raiders, uh good play for Survivor. Um maybe you could talk me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I would probably go Chiefs. I, I mean the rest of the uh, the Turkey Day stuff, uh we'll get to the picks in just a second. I mean, division, uh I, I guess I guess Raiders also you could say in the division there, but it does feel like Patrick Mahomes isn't gonna lose. Um back-to-back games there. So hey, gun to my head. Give me Detroit. If I still have Detroit available, that's who I'm firing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? Ryan, you liked, you like some Detroit lions. Well, yeah, we should get, uh, you want to get into it? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, shout out barking dog. Uh, and, and uh, I, I think there's just as many people in our second chance survivor as the circus survivor at this point. Yeah. Commanders cleared out a <laughs> ton of people in the circus survivor. Uh, it's getting getting down to that part of the season, silly season. All right, first up, we got it's it's a tradition like none other. Waking up early on the West Coast uh, for most people, not me, uh, to have a game start at nine thirty a.m. on the Pacific Coast, and it's always played in beautiful Ford Field, straight from the horse's mouth. Derek tells us not as much juice early in the morning as there is late at night uh, in Detroit. Green Bay comes to town, catching a big number here, seven and a half plus two ninety five on the money line. Detroit minus three seventy five, forty seven and a half is the total. This has burned me before, but I am I am one hundred percent staring down the barrel of this injury report. Right before we went live, Aaron Jones out. That's been declared. Yeah. Uh, but if you just look at the, if you look at the long list of guys, either practicing or limited, it's gotta be every defensive back on the roster is banged up in some capacity. Uh, every running back on the roster is banged up in some capacity. A number of the defensive guys are banged up in some capacity. Um, uh, blanking on the line Campbell, I believe is the name of, of the linebacker who uh, calls the plays he's out. It looks like, or he's not practicing. To me, and then meanwhile, Detroit, one guy even just limited in practice. So it, to me, it's a healthy versus not healthy short week, easy situation. Detroit kind of feel like this could be a little bit of a coronation. Uh, hopefully, they they have some sort of celebration parade to keep Dan Campbell from running down to Texas A and M, where you know he loves his parades. But yeah, I think you got to take the home team here. The seven and a half is telling you what to do. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to really make a case for the Packers at seven and a half. Hector in the chat saying Packers can't stop the run. Totally agree, Hector. I mean, David Montgomery, if you recall, he just 
destroyed them uh, last time they played in Lambeau. Hard to think he's not going to have a massive game. And that was even before they really got Jameer Gibbs going. So you throw in Jameer Gibbs and it, you mentioned the injuries, Ryan. I, I still don't think uh, Jair Alexander is going to be back. I think they're, I mean, this Lions offense really should just hit the ground running. Aiden Hutchinson uh, against uh, Jordan Love, yes, please. I mean, even even though the backers got that win against the Chargers, like they really had no business getting that win. They got outgained yards per play, like every and just eye test. It's like, you know, they did hats off to them. They did get that uh, Eckler fumble inside the red zone, but there were just like a couple really bad. Uh, drops there by the Chargers. Chargers are just a snake bitten team. This is a tough spot for the Packers. I I don't see like yeah, and even um not quite a flow chart, but the Lions have been uh tough for Matt LaFleur. He's a two and seven ATS against the Lions so far. Um yeah, I mean Detroit. Restore the roar, Ryan. Uh, who can forget what happened at the end of last season, Sean? I mean, uh, this oh Packers just gotta beat the Lions. Lions got nothing to play for. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I, I also just you know, there is something about what's happening in Detroit that I do think we're gonna see some undoing of traditional situations that you might be normally scared of them. And I again I just I don't know where the Packers juice is coming from this week. So laying the points, you know what, Sean? If I'm making a turkey day teaser, you know, which I you know I am. I plan on scheduling all sorts of fun stuff on X through the week so it will look like I'm on the grid, but I won't be. One of them, Detroit teaser like easy load. All right, afternoon game. Why do they? Why do we have to do this every year? Some of us don't like Dallas or Washington. One thirty on the West Coast. The Commanders. Colby keeps asking who the Commanders are. I think he's going to have his wish soon. And oh, by the way, if you didn't see the news about the hot water not working in the bowels oh. of FedEx Field, maybe not a Dan Snyder issue. Let's get. I mean, you can't have running water. What? What is this? The the seventeenth century. Washington uh, back-to-back road spot here, Sean. And while a lot of the world would debate this because the closing number, I think for the giants game is being reported at seven and a half. We picked this at nine last week, commanders giants, which means the Washington commanders are a close your eyes special on Thanksgiving. Uh, They take on Dallas, Dallas laying the 11 points up a point and a half from the look ahead. Not sure why minus six twenty five on the money line Four fifty five for the Redskins football team commanders 48 and a half is the total. I understand why the total's high. Seems like the Washington commanders are going to make everyone score more points uh, than they normally do this season. Uh, close your eyes special. So not need to really handicap this. I'll let you explain Sean, why we're fading Dallas this week. Well, as you know, Dallas sucks, Ryan, uh, <laughs> huge there, but uh, they really are not great. On the uh, against the spread at home on Thanksgiving, I don't know what I mean. You recall? Well, you you weren't watching the game live, Ryan, but it was a, a it was some would call a uh, Herculean effort uh, by the New York Giants to backdoor uh, against the Cowboys late. Uh, Hector in the chat has the number. Cowboys are on a Thanksgiving one and eleven <laughs> ATS run. I mean, is that good? Yeah, that is pretty good. Uh, and Ron Rivera, a division underdog of seven points or more, eight and three ATS. They are just, I mean, this, it, it's not going to make any sense. Like, if you just looked at the matchups, you go, oh, Cowboys are going to destroy them. They're going to light them up. Um, you know, Commander's offensive line has certainly had their issues. Maybe Micah Parsons uh, shakes loose, but 
this is this is just a system play. Fade the Cowboys, especially as massive favorites here uh, on the short week Thanksgiving. I, what is it? What? Why are they so bad on Thanksgiving? I'm just loving how good. I mean, this is one of the greatest bits in the in the history of of uh, entertainment and sports betting. Just us explaining why you're fading the Cowboys this week. Don't need a yeah, reason. I mean, even even as an impartial person, I think this is the you know we are always going to fade the Cowboys, but I think in this one you really um, you really should fade the Cowboys. And stay tuned. I, I, stay tuned for after the break where we're going to have the halftime show. Of course, this is completely put on by Jerry Jones's daughter. Look at how beautiful everything is. Uh, and by the way, Sean, we're not going to have uh, an opportunity to see Zeke jump in the Salvation Army bin. That's a Thanksgiving <laughs> tradition as well. Yeah, I know. What are they going to do? Yeah, I, I uh, on top of the fact that um, I do think there's an element to the Washington Commanders versus the New York Giants. You just have to like re- forget what happened. It's not going to be what happens in the next game, and it's not going to be what happens in the game before. So, uh, yeah, of course we're taking the 11 points. Are we sprinkling the money line, Sean? Plus 455. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be reckless. Like, I think you gotta, you gotta, you gotta put a little on the commanders. I'm gonna send you a uh, paper ticket list that I'll need uh, some help getting access to <laughs> since I won't be on Vegas this week. All right, yeah, uh, you gotta get, you gotta get down the commanders. I mean, uh, of the Thanksgiving Day picks, this one feels pretty sweet. And we're still, uh, I'm still gonna uh, like Ron Rivera. It's got to be close to being fired. Like they're talking about firing his buddy Jack Del Rio. That this uh, the kitchen sink has to be operated at some point for this team. Maybe the defense shows up in this one. Uh, uh, Eddie Diaz, uh, Eddie Diaz talking smack, saying how's fading the Cowboys gone the last month? Not great, Eddie. Not great. But that's why. Well, actually, pretty good when they played the Eagles. That was within this month. Um, so yeah, great there and historically great on Thanksgiving, as Bills Mafia DJM points out. Uh, Thanksgiving 2019, Bills 26, Cowboys 15. That was a great one. I remember that one vividly. Nice cash there. Of course, I was on the money line. That was a Cole Beasley game. Yeah. I, I mean, again, it, you know, you take out the Giants uh, from the Cowboys schedule, they're only five and eight, three ATS. So it's not even that impressive. All right. Moving along to Sunday or Thursday night, we got a little uh, continuing on with the division rivalry element. I don't mind this. If they just make it a rule, all of these games are always going to be rivalry games. 520 on the West yeah. Coast. We got the Niners heading to Seattle, uh, where the Seahawks catching six and a half, plus two forty five on the money line. Niners minus three oh five. Forty three is the total. High level bullet points. Brock Purdy is perfect, and it sounds like Geno Smith's gonna play. Yeah. Fair high level uh points there, Ryan. Road favorites have actually uh been pretty good on uh Thanksgiving here. Road favorites 24 and 1 straight up, 19 and 6 ATS on Thanksgiving, with the only loss coming back in 2009 when the Giants lost to the Broncos uh 26 to 6. Um Seahawks are good as home underdogs, but it does feel like the 49ers really just kind of own this Seahawks team, beat them three times uh last year. Maybe it's a little bit to to ask a little bit too much to ask him to keep this going, but I mean Geno Smith playing not a hundred percent against his 49ers defense. 49ers are pretty good at stopping the run. I think that's gonna put Seahawks in a tough spot. Geno Smith, I mean, he wasn't looking good a hundred percent. Now he's gonna be playing banged up, or maybe you see Drew Locke. I don't know what's worse, a healthy Drew Locke or an injured 
uh, Geno Smith. Either way, I don't want any part of him. And the the Seahawks really struggle at what the 49ers do well, which is Christian McCaffrey catching passes out of the backfield, and they struggle against uh, the tight end Kittle. Ten games. Uh, he's had against the Seahawks 68 catches, 655 receiving yards. So um, interesting uh, look there for uh, props as well. I, I think just 49ers roll. You're not worried about uh Funga being out. I, I, I am a little worried. Yeah. But I just think the, the 49ers pass rush against Seattle is just too much. Yeah, it's an interesting spot because what you're the look ahead was four and a half, which means that the the two points of movement is based on the fact that Gino looks bad. I, I do I do worry now, and, and you can expand what you said about uh, favorites, not not just like qualified favorites, favorites in general on Thanksgiving, big favorites on Thanksgiving have done well. Except the Cowboys. Well, and I think we're looking at now. I'm calling it a four-game sample with between Black Friday and, and Thanksgiving. I see a lot of favorites, so I don't mind ending with maybe a three-to-one ratio. Uh, favorites, the dog. I I will say this is the one game. It is in Seattle. And real quick, Sean, I had a note here because the weather's kind of funky this week. But Seattle and Denver, the two home games where it, it should be a like good weather. Nine games in domes this week. Don't tell Colby. And all the East Coast games should have rain. But I'm. I see the reason to take the Niners and they looked absolutely phenomenal. Brock Purdy again, everyone's talking about it. He's perfect. Uh and it's really start he's starting to turn into a heartthrob as well it seems like with his football play <laughs> increasing. I I wonder though, G, you look at Gino against these this Niners defense last year. He didn't exactly light him up when it comes to touchdowns, but he completed 80 and 71% of his passes. I think if he's able to do that at minimum, this is going to be an interesting game. They'll be alive in it. I'm standing by the fact that I, I really, I, I am looking forward to Zach Charbonnet season in this game, in in a game where where there's going to be some hitting. I, I like this game to be to to be within the number. I, I think probably uh, the Niners end up winning it, but uh, I'll give me the six and a half again. They're telling me everything I need to know with the number, Sean. I'm 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 going back to my market dynamics uh, past <laughs> it. I'm really trying to focus on it this week. All right, we got our first Black Friday game ever. Imagine trying to explain to the misses if if you have a wife that's big on Black Friday shopping, you're fucked and you're not watching this game anyway. So just deal with it. But for the rest of us, noon on Black Friday on the West Coast, Miami taking on the New York Jets. This look ahead. Now, what do you think? What do you what do you think about this start time? I was I kind of assumed it was going to be a primetime game. I guess some slightly surprised that they're doing this in the afternoon. I guess a lot of people laying around, uh, you know, on that Friday, but kind of surprised it's in the afternoon. If I had to guess, they didn't want to piss off their retail partners who expect all these crazy people to show up at stores at five in the morning. Uh, so no mm -hmm. early games. And I think the no prime time makes sense. You want to give people, uh, you know, the night off. So this kind of puts it in that let's, let's be hungover, watch, wake up and watch a crappy football game because Tim Boyle is entering for Zach Wilson. I can't. the The look at was six and a half. It's now ten. I I'm not sure where you're finding three and a half uh, points of value replacing Zach Wilson with anyone. Minus three hundred five for the Dolphins. Plus two forty five for the Jets. Forty one is the total. Jets defense still excellent. Jets offense probably still horrible. Uh, Becton probably not going to be out there. Got to wonder if the the running game is going to be able to get going. Dolphins a takeaway from last week probably should have won by more than seven. Probably yeah. a misleading score line, and they they still were getting it done all over the place. 
I, I don't really want to lay the big number because I don't think there's a change of three and a half points from Zach Wilson to Tim Boyle, but I don't want to bet on Tim Boyle. So give me the Dolphins. Yeah. T- Tim Boyle, uh, when he he played for UConn and one double A Eastern Kentucky, fifty five point five completion percentage, five point six yards per attempt, twelve touchdowns, twenty six interceptions. Ryan, I think we were hanging out with uh, weren't we hanging out with Decker when he started looking up Tim Boyle's numbers? Decker this came was like, prepared with a yeah. anti Tim Boyle take. I think it was it must have been with the Detroit years. I I don't, I don't actually remember, but. He he was like this guy threw more interceptions than touchdowns in college. What like what are we doing here? <laughs> How did he get in the NFL? I mean, the You want the real I, answer? I mean, His wife's a high-level athlete. She's probably training with some NFL people and he just got he was just a hanger on her. He's just like in the right place at the right time. I, I have no idea. He's not he's not someone I'm looking to take against a Vic Fangio defense that's finally starting to feel themselves a little bit. It just seems like a crazy position to put yourself in. Yeah, I mean the Vic Fangio defense. That's one thing. Um, do, do the Jets have any sort of like, hey, Zach Wilson's not starting? Bump. Uh, we'll see. Uh, man, Tua on the road though is just not as good. I mean, Tua on the road has struggled against really good defenses like the Eagles, uh, like the Bills, like uh, you know, even in Germany against the Chiefs. Like Tua does well at home against easier defenses. Like, uh, man, but can you really take? Can you really take Tim Boyle and 10 points? This one's tough. So Tim Boyle came into the league in 2018. I believe this will be the third Thanksgiving game he will play in. Yeah. And, and well, this, it's, he's randomly had a bunch of Thanksgiving games. And he's he started for the Lions against the Browns one one year. Uh went 15 of 23 for 77 yards and two picks. Good good luck with that against the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm laying it. Yeah, I guess Dolphins is the play. I just I don't want to I don't want to be watching. Um, Dude, Tua dominates be- in the Eastern Time Zone. Tua dominates in the in the um, against bad teams. Uh, this is like this is perfect too. I just hate that we're laying ten instead of seven and a half. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, uh, yes. prize picks, baby. Sportsprizepicks.com uh, slash SGPN. Go over there, sign up, get the hundred percent deposit match up to one hundred dollars. I'm going to uh, pull up some prize picks entries. Give you guys some, uh, you guys a couple of thoughts here uh, on prize picks for the Thanksgiving Day matchup. I'm pulling Ooh. up the board now for the National Football League. I might have some opinions. Uh, cr- okay. Uh, what do you let's let's keep it to well first off I mean Prize Picks is offering a ninety nine percent off sale on Christian McCaffrey rushing and receiving yards they're setting that as a half these are one of these uh, sweet sweet promos so I think you most certainly have to put this in the uh, in the more column there right Ryan you can co sign that yes okay. Uh, what else is jumping out well, at you in rapid the rapid fire? Give me something. Just shoot, shoot something at me. Let's pretend like we're playing okay. sports betting blackjack right now. <laughs> uh, David Montgomery, 75 and a half rushing and receiving yards. Mm, less. Really? I, I, I think he's going to, I, I predict he becomes Jamal Williams and he's getting all these touchdowns and Gibbs is just flashing everywhere else. So I don't want to take okay, it. So then why, why don't we bet? 
Because I'm high on uh, David Montgomery. Really? Let's see. They oh, go yeah. in anytime. Can you find? Do they have the 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 half uh, TD or something along those lines? Uh, no, oh. I'm not seeing that. That that. Come on, let's go, guy. I know it's an auto play. Maybe it's too much of an easy bet. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, let's do, uh, Sam Laporta receiving yards forty-seven and a half more or less, Ryan. Oh, uh, you, you got, I mean, it's a good, it's another good matchup for him, especially they just lost their, uh, at, at least one guy from the linebackers core is out. Another one's banged up for green Bay. So it certainly seems like a good and Laporta again, he continues to show that he's probably the, the number two downfield option. So we're on uh Sam Laporta more 47 and a half receiving yards. Anything you like on Black uh, Black Friday here? Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. No, oh, I don't know uh, that. That always, game feels like it's going to be ugly. Yeah, always feels silly to do anything but take a more when it comes to Hill. But I, I will say Waddle. He looked he looked pretty healthy last week, so I might look to pivot off a of Hill uh, on the Waddle. Sorry, so I I I I clicked on the wrong section for the uh, touchdowns. Oh, no. I did find David Montgomery uh, over a half passing, rushing, and receiving touchdowns. Oh, I like that we get the passing touchdown in there. Yes. More. <laughs> All right, so we're on more Christian McCaffrey over a half rushing receiving yards. You got to get that promo prizepicks.com/sgpn. More Sam Laporta uh over or sorry, more 47 and a half receiving yards and then more half a touchdown pass rush and receiving. Or Dave Montgomery, and of course, sign up prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Use the code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash SGPN. Code SGPN. Prizepicks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. Uh, Ryan, also, uh, before we move on, we are doing our uh, weekly Patreon pick them. And this week's prize, take a guess what this week's prize is, Ryan. Is it a turkey leg smoked? Or maybe you you cook a turkey leg in your air fryer and then send it to someone. Well, two things. Uh, first, we got to announce uh, last week's winner, of course, is Kyle P. Shout out to you, Kyle P. Uh, you won the hundred dollars, uh, hundred dollar paper ticket, Circus Sports NFL future. Hit me up. Uh, I will get that in. Maybe even tonight if you get to me in time. Um, we'll he, figure he, it he's out. He's got to want to bet on the pasture now, right? Oh yeah. I mean, uh, Vikings, uh, super bowl ticket incoming. If I know Kyle P which I do uh, all time uh, username to Adrian Peterson. So congrats to Kyle P waiting uh, last week's Patreon pick up this week. You will get a John Madden autographed piece of memorabilia. <laughs> I'm deciding between a couple uh ones, but either way, uh, you will get, it might be a, you know, it might be a, a hat, a, a photo, whatever it is. You're getting a John Madden autograph in honor of Thanksgiving sports game slash Patreon. Get in on the Patreon pickup an autograph turducken. They, yes. they like cryogenically froze it or like frozen in carbon, like Han Solo, just the turducken once, once signed. Actually, I would take a turducken with one leg missing that John Madden ate. Hmm. That'd be fun. Maybe we can find some turducken bones. A John Madden once chewed turkey leg. <laughs> All right, let's talk more football. Let's go. We're on to the second section, second segment 
Uh, we're talking now Sunday games. Just uh, for those who have a multi TV setup, we will have six early games and four late games. Interesting. Wouldn't have minded a seven three breakdown, but I see you NFL. The commission never makes any. The commission makes a couple mistakes, but not we're not ones we're going to talk about. Six four is not a bad configuration. Jacksonville heads to Houston. We got a little AFC South matchup. Minus one for the Jags on the road here. Minus one twenty on the money line. Houston plus one hundred forty eight and a half is the total. Strange amount of one point road favorites this week. There's four of them we're going to talk about. Jags uh, pushing this number to be the favorite, which means CJ Stroud back in that dog role that we love him in. Uh, once again, this is very simple, very simple. When you're dealing with Jags and when you're dealing with Texans, we got a flow chart game since 2018, yep. eight and three ATS for the Texans, 10 and one straight up. The only loss was a very strange game last year that was at the end of the season and featured Davis Mills. Uh, Trevor, the Jags didn't even have a particularly great game on offense. There was a fumble return. There was a long play by ETN uh, turned into a blowout pretty quickly. Uh, but other than that, absolute wash in the flow chart department. Um, so yeah, I guess Stroud as a dog too. I like him back in that spot. Yeah. Stroud as a dog, he's been struggling as a favorite. I, I'm still a little skeptical on the Jags. I mean, why are the Jags road favorites here? I, I don't get it. Uh, I, I mean, I see what sh- I, I see the case you could make is, Hey, this is a revenge spot for the Jags. They do well against uh, similar levels of competition or, or, or teams that are worse than them. But I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I get why the Texans struggled a little bit. They were clearly looking ahead towards this game. Uh, I don't think CJ Stroud throws three interceptions. If he does, I don't think they're going to cover this game, but uh, historically he's been pretty good. Uh, you know, pretty good. Uh, so far, I mean, for a rookie, especially not turning the ball over. And it does feel like the Texans can take advantage of what the Jags struggle to defend, which is uh, outside receivers and, and throwing some deep balls. I think CJ Stroud balls out. Uh, I mean, who would you rather have right now? CJ Stroud or Trevor Lawrence? I know it's been a, you know, small sample size for CJ Stroud, but is it crazy to say you'd rather have CJ Stroud right now? Uh, I, I, it's certainly a pretty good either or. I think Trevor Lawrence is probably not a hundred percent of the reason they're not doing well, but he's definitely part of the reason. And I think one of the reasons that the Jags, when they struggle, they struggle. It's because they don't get the pass rush does not get home. And I think this is another game where you can project that the Houston Texans are going to have time. And C.J. Stroud has been excellent when he's had time. The, the problems have come with a little bit of pressure, and so I think this has shootout potential. I do. I do think that the Jags defense is represented better in the numbers than they end up playing. And I'm not sure that if you're viewing the Jags as a step up, step down team, I'm not sure that the Houston Texans are a step down anymore. So I'm going to take the Houston uh, Texans at home. I I think the crowd's going to have some juice holiday weekend. Their Texans are back. They got the right guy. And, and yeah, so uh, I, a lot of words, obviously I was always going to take the Texans. And by the way, I don't mind teasing. Do you like teasing this one, Sean? Because it, it does, on one hand, feel a little scary to tease an AFC South game uh, later in the season, but you can you can get the full touchdown with CJ Stroud. I, I don't know. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, maybe you can find that one and a half. Uh, shout out to the chat, uh, James Youngblood, saying thanks, guys. Uh, tailed some plays last night. Did really well. He also teased both sides of the Chiefs and the Eagles. Uh, that was a nice cash there. Dog. Hector suggesting. 
Hector suggesting uh slot machine play for the winner. That would be uh I don't know how we would work that out, but that sounds pretty fun. Start uh, out update on the slot play. machine. I did I did go a little cold on the slot machine. So we'll see if I will go back, but uh certainly up uh so far career on that sweet NFL mm-hmm. slot machine backflip username in the YouTube chat saying I've been seeing these two guys on VEASAN lately. Congrats guys. Appreciate a backflip. Yeah. Every Friday night, nine o'clock Pacific midnight East Kramer will be on sabbatical uh, this Friday, but of course, moon off the machine. Manji uh, step it in uh, should be a fun show. So check it out over on VEASAN. Oh man. Move. I can't, I can't wait to hear all the moon offs one liners. All right. Uh, <laughs> next up. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in a back-to-back road spot. They're heading to Indy. Colts are coming off the bye. Interesting team coming off the bye. It feels like they're kind of uh, petering out more than they're getting ready to crescendo with Gardner Minshew. And real quick, before we talk about this one, I did want to mention I think the Jags are still favored on the road because the preseason look ahead to this game was four and a half. And so I think there's probably a lot of people out there saying, you know, there's been a pretty big market adjustment. Going too far, you know. Going to Houston as a favorite would be too far. Anyway, uh, back to the Bucks and the Colts. Colts laying two and a half points here. This is another one. Curious as to why it moved from one and a half on the look ahead to two and a half. I understand that's not a, a ton, uh, but still interesting considering the Colts were on by, and I don't think the 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 Bucks looked horrible last week. Plus one fifteen on the money line for the Bucks. Minus one thirty five for the Colts. Forty three and a half is the total. Always got to start here with a Todd Bowles defense versus a team that needs to run the ball. Will the Colts be able to run the ball? And if they can't, what happens? Yeah, I mean, this one's tough. Um, not really dying to take uh, Baker on the road or Gardner Minshew. I don't know if you saw Colts uh, release Shaq Leonard. So he had just hadn't been playing, dealing with injuries. His plays kind of fell, fell off. Doesn't seem to fit the system, whatever it is. Kind of crazy how far he's fallen from, you know, defensive rookie of the year, playing at a very high level and just couldn't stay healthy, couldn't uh, get back there. Colts are, aren't good at defending um, the receiving running back. So Rashad White um, receiving a ladder, possibly loading. But then on the other side, this is a back to back road spot for the Bucks, a non conference road game. Todd Bowles, two and six ATS. In his second consecutive road game, ah, this one is this one is tough because the the Bucks are pretty bad against some of the slot and outside receivers. Like I I think Minshew will have a little bit of success, but then to your point, if they can't run the ball against the Bucks, what are they going to do? Yeah, and that's the problem. I, I think you know. First, I would say don't overreact to the Shaq Leonard thing because it seems mo- like we've had this happen already. The Broncos defense got much better after it cut a bunch of guys who were being paid a bunch of money, and so maybe you know to the point, maybe he he really does suck now. Or he, yeah, he wasn't he wasn't playing much. So, it, but it is I do think that sometimes when when teams cut like top level players in the middle of the season, people are like, whoa, like. I maybe there's nothing to it. Maybe uh, so far everything uh, Shane's done. I I feel like you got to trust what they're doing in the building. Uh, I did see that Shaq uh, Leonard, aka Darius Leonard, did send out a note uh, thanking the city of Indy. So premeditated makes me think he's going to pop up on another team really really soon. I was reading through the contract stuff. I doubt someone claims him. He's owed a a shit ton of money. Uh, Yeah. I think he's going to be a free agent. Sounds like, 
Yeah, which means he'll get to sign wherever he wants to. So some some team that's contending is about to get uh, probably a little bit better, unless unless he's fallen off. Yeah, I I can't take the Colts here because I do worry about what the plan is. I think Ursay is sold on Anthony Richardson and doesn't care about the rest of the season. I think you're in a rare spot where the ownership, even for the wrong reasons, would be into losing more games than they win. And so I have no problem taking Baker on the road here. There's going to be, there's no quit in this team. And if there's one thing I regret about last week is I, I kind of turned my back to the, the age old principle of taking the two and a half and laying the three and a half. And so I want to get back to it this week. <laughs> Give me Baker on the road. Love it as a teaser leg as well. Think, yeah. this, think this could be real bad Gardner Minshew. Cause if there's a matchup where I feel like, you know, it, whether it's playing football or racing swamp buggies, uh, give me Baker. Give me Baker this way. I just don't. I don't. Baker's not going to have a quarterback advantage in too many games, and they even have that. So, yeah, I mean, I, I will say this: even though they were kind of always outclassed against the 49ers, they did. I mean, there were they, that that Bucks team showed some scrappiness, especially late. Like they didn't quit at all. I I know I know the Colts are decent in the cornerback position, but I. Mike Evans, I always like, um, and oh, yeah. I think I think Kate Otten might have a decent game. Uh, Colts struggle against the tight end, and I mean Minshew, he looks so bad against the Patriots. I don't think the bye week can fix it. And you're right, if they can slow down Jonathan Taylor, they can probably win this game. So I'll, I'm with you. I'll take the Bucks. I, I predict this is going to be one of those games where it's like they're they're rushing to stop the run, and if they don't run the ball, they're just going to keep going and get the quarterback. I, like I. You know I like my defensive touchdowns and and tune into the pregame show. I have a feeling we're gonna go super long giving out props and DFS stuff this week because we won't yes. have a props or DFS episode. But I will plan on having uh, a defensive touchdown being scored by the defense here by the Bucks for sure. All right, moving along. 10 a.m. on the east or on the west coast. The Patriots coming off their bye, getting healthy. Guys coming back like Judon. Uh, sounds like J.C. Jackson gonna play off of his non-injury related matter. Uh, just couldn't fly to fly across the pond. Uh, coming well, down, it, so what is it like? He he got an alarm clock or or whatever. He he's he got a he's not going to miss curfew. Uh, it's just hilarious. I, if you ever listen to Lawrence Taylor talk about uh, Bill Belichick, one of the things he always references is like he's like once you did your time, you were still good with Bill. And so <laughs> yeah, J.C. Jackson did his time. He's he's back, going to help the team win. Uh, they're heading down uh, to take on the New Jersey family. Housed out of East Rutherford with Tommy DeVito. Uh, Sean, would you believe it if I told you the Giants are the public side getting more oh than. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, if you want to talk about an all time uh, situational spot for the Patriots, even though they're laying three and a half, it's down five and a half from the look ahead. No idea why. Maybe, maybe because Mac Jones hasn't been named the starter. Bill Belichick quote told or he, Bill Belichick has informed everyone on the team to be ready. <laughs> now this is hilarious. He's no one has a starting spot any uh, minus three and a half, minus one seventy five on the money line for the Patriots on the road with not, maybe not Mac Jones starting. There's been some Malik Cunningham talk. Giants plus one forty five. Thirty three and a half is the total. I mean, why do why do we have to? Why is this game? This is insane. Because you're either taking the Giants and Tommy DeVito here, made man, uh, as a public dog, or you're taking the Patriots as road favorites. Like, in, in what world do the Patriots deserve to be non-conference road favorites? They've been a much better team when Matthew Judon has been on the field. It's true. He he is on his way back. It appears. I also think that 
in general, we said this earlier in the commander's handicap, the commander's giants games are just a different animal. Both Tyrod and Tommy DeVito operated the best offense. The giants have operated this year against the commanders. Now I will say the one nugget that is starting to have a larger and larger sample size is a lot of people will say, well, Bill Belichick against Tommy DeVito. That's probably a matchup. You want to be on the Belichick side, wink Martinsdale defense. If you remove the cowboy games, which I know they happened, I get it. But if you remove those games, they're now down to under 21 points a game. Look out. Well, they're playing good defense. I, I, this is obviously going to be a rock fight. I just don't know. All right. So do you believe the Belichick stuff about him? Like moving to another team as a GM and head coach? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think it, it, this is his last year with new England and I don't think he's ready to retire. He wants to chase that all time wins thing. Uh, He needs a hard refresh. I mean, the Los Angeles chargers makes a ton of sense for bill Belichick. So then you have the part of the story that maybe less people are talking about. They, this, this ownership group, this franchise, the New York giants embarrassed close personal friend, Joe judge. And this is an ultimate revenge spot for bill Belichick Mm. to help enable his friend, his close personal friend, Joe. Do you remember the picture of Joe judge rolling in the, uh, the, the full like skid of bud light beer after he had been fired into his, his beach house, (laughs) they insulted his close personal friend, Joe judge revenge spot, lay the points Patriots. Like I said, Patriots. Oh, you gotta be, you gotta be on the Patriots here. You Tommy, the, the Patriots is road favorites, but the fact that the public is on the giants is scary. Oh yeah. I didn't even give you the number. Cause I think it's something like there aren't a lot of lopsided games this week. Eight, uh, 77% on uh, the giants. Wow. I will miss doing the uh, Italian finger. Is there a name for the Italian finger thing, Ryan? I mean, Paisan. it is funny. Cause there appears to be an emoji for it. Um, yeah. I was unaware of that. So that's uh, again, once how the, are you unaware of that? The world just, ma- it's okay to make fun of Italian people, anyone else. And how did, how, I mean, not once did woke, woke co- culture come to the, the defense of Tommy DeVito's family. No. As, as if they're just being clowned by mainstream media. No, the, the reason you got to fade the Giants is because they got that locker room glue win. Uh, maybe they come back out. I think just Tommy DeVito is so bad. Once again, he had a great game. He looked so bad in some of those plays. Then he should not have taken anywhere near nine sacks. That's what something I will say. Matt Barkley's out there. He's not taking nine sacks. I'll give you that one. Yeah, I mean it's impressive for the Commanders to get nine sacks and lose outright as a nine-point underdog. Yeah. Like that's that's it's six stuff. turnovers. It's six and turnovers. You, yeah, and if you think the flow chart isn't real, just look at look at the turnovers, the sacks that the Giants had, and still won outright. Panthers, they're heading to Tennessee. Uh, interesting jersey clash here. A lot of a lot of light blue and white. Uh, Bryce Young completely out. Uh, I, I was looking through some futures bets, Sean, and I c- still can't believe I have Panthers under seven and a half wins plus one ten. Uh, in this matchup that against crazy. that's crazy. Uh, this matchup against Tennessee, they are laying or Tennessee is laying three and a half down from four and a half on the look ahead. No idea why this line's moving in the wrong direction. Tennessee minus one eighty on the money line. Carolina plus one fifty. Forty three and a half is the total. 
Uh, Bryce Young is not the guy. I think we can agree on that now. I understand that probably the blowout probably wasn't as bad as it looked uh, last week. Whatever. Uh, I don't care about that. That that's a silly, uh, silly, silly thing to bring up. This, this team just can't operate an offense. Whether it's Frank Wright calling the plays, whether it's uh, Thomas Brown calling the plays, it does not matter. Uh, I think we're going to see Frank Reich probably not coaching the team next year. Uh, with the way this situation's going. And I have a crazy stat nugget here because everyone loves to talk about how Tennessee lets you take the top off. Interestingly enough, they are bottom three defending deep left and deep right passes, but they're number number two in the league down the middle. I, I thought that stood out to me. The reason I bring that up is because Carolina is actually awful de- defending the deep ball as well. Bottom yeah. three, deep middle, bottom five, deep left and deep right. And, and, and guess what? That's the one thing Will Levis has actually done well, and it's the thing he looks like a real NFL quarterback when he's slinging that deep ball. So, I think to me, getting back to the laying the three and a half, not taking it, I think this is a game where we see the Titans have a couple plays. They bounce back off that embarrassing loss, uh, and they would be a close your eyes special if they weren't laying points this week. I believe. Yeah, I mean, better coach. Uh, I would argue better quarterback right now. Um, I mean. Would you no, wouldn't rather have uh, Will Levis and Bryce Young? I, I mean, agree. Bryce, that was Will, just my spicy Will, take laugh. Will Levis at least has like the size of an NFL quarterback, and we've at least seen him make a few high-level throws. I mean, Bryce Young hasn't even lit it up in like garbage time, and he's been in a lot of garbage time because the Panthers are a garbage team. Uh, they they all, all they do is lose, don't cover the spread, and hit Adam Thielen over reception <laughs> props. Like that's that's all they do. Yeah, I have a feeling Vrabel will have a way I mean, to, to I, not I get the, beat by I guess Adam. The Pan- yeah, the 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 Panthers defense has had some moments, but man, Tennessee, um, you know, still a tiny bit of fight in them. Vrabel, I think, is is the better coach. They're at home. Uh, yeah, I, I I mean, how can you take the Panthers under no circumstance? Uh, give me Tennessee all day here. Lay the three and a half. Don't take it. Uh, yeah. Not not much to add here. I, I again, I don't know what what was wrong with the look ahead of four and a half. Uh, it's nothing wrong with that spread. And and th- Sean, this was the uh, this is an- yet another game comically low total be- beneath thirty five. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the next game. This was forty three and a half. I would take the under on that. There's no way. I don't understand what the Panthers are going to do the rest of the season. If I'm being honest, like they, if they get blown out in this game to Will Levis, the guy that was available to them in the second round. And now they don't have their first round pick. I it, I don't know. The owner's got to be so mad. Oh, so pissed. But it sounds like it was his idea <laughs> to take uh, Bryce Young over uh, CJ Stroud. So he's really in a pickle. All right. Yeah, we're both laying the points here. All right. Let, uh, two more early games Steelers, Bengals, Steelers back to back road spot here. And they have fired Matt Canada. Cincinnati coming off the mini by Thursday night, uh, just absolute catastrophe with the Joe Burrow goes down. Uh, Joe Burrow goes down. Unfortunately for the Bengals fans, uh, this is a rare dream crusher spot in the NFL where I do think the team will be affected. Uh, even though it's a divisional spot, Pittsburgh back to back road spot, like I mentioned, but I think firing Matt Canada, I was reading a little bit oh. about what the, the situation with having Mike Sullivan come in and be the replacement as the play caller. I know a little bit about Mike Sullivan, Sean, because he was uh, on the, on the staff for the New York football giants. And 
he was the guy that when things went, he kind of got his way promoted through the ranks and, and was the quarterback coach. Eventually I want to say uh, at the end when things went bad, but he was, he was known for having great relationships with the quarterbacks and really understanding the quarterbacks and being a big part of the, the in-game planning because they, he was, he was kind of a good uh, game uh, in-game manager and, and, and knew what the quarterbacks would be effective calling. So anytime you see that kind of harped on repeatedly, it strikes me as re- reading between the lines that Matt Canada was not, he was putting fucking square pegs in round holes because he's, he's a classic football guy and doesn't change for anyone. So I fully expect to see things that work being used more Jalen Warren, more George picking shots down the field, uh, more working Fryermuth in uh, as a zone beater. So I, all of that being said, there's no way I can say take Jake Browning, but can we really lay points with Pittsburgh? Again, we said, we quit them. We said, Sean, we weren't going to bet on them anymore. We did on Sunday. We uh, weren't on the record, but we were very mad at the Steelers and we said no more. Yeah. Come on. I was, I was a little mad, but they still had a chance to win that game. Cause they were, do- I thought they were doing the classic Steelers thing where they were completely ugly and then pull it out of their ass late. And they almost did. They almost did. The Matt Canada uh, bump cannot be understated. So, I mean, the Matt Canada bump alone, I think you got to take the Steelers to your point. It, it has to be a little bit of a dream crusher spot here for the Bengals. Like you lost Joe Burrow. I, I know you had a little extra time with Jake Browning, but I mean, the Steelers defense is really pretty tough and, and, and I get it. You know, Bengals defense should be okay against Kenny Pickett, but the fact that you're getting the new offensive coordinator, you have enough time to at least scheme something up a little bit different. Yeah, I, I think you got to take Pittsburgh here. And, it, and injury wise, I think stuff is breaking right for the Steelers. Looks like uh, they could get Minka Fitzpatrick back, uh, which would be uh, big uh, for them. And their uh, other defensive lineman, Montravius Adams, he should be back as well. Yeah, you got to go Steelers here. I, I know I'm a Steelers honk. As the kids say, but man, this is a good spot for him. I, I understand it's back to back division spot, but um, kind of a must win for the Steelers. And the not so fast element of what you said is I do, I do think there's a chance that the Steelers could have success with a, somewhat of a, a different look on the ground in this matchup. So uh, if they're they're able to have some sex, success there, maybe they can take some pressure off, off Kenny Pickett because we are going down a dangerous path. Of do we need to see some Mitch Trubisky just to see what it looks like? Because maybe maybe Kenny Pickett is the problem. I don't know. A uh, shout out to Eddie Better in the chat was uh, checking in. Seems like from Canada, he's got a Canadian flag going. Hey, uh, and he said, uh, "What's up?" He's not looking at the rearview mirror back at Canada. He's looking in the future towards his eighty to one. Steelers Super Bowl bet to cash 10K. Hey, let's go, baby. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, they're gonna they have to beat out a team with an elite defense and DTR as their quarterback, but it it uphill battle. Uh, can the can the Steelers make the playoffs as a wild card? Absolutely. Could the Steelers win the AFC North? No. Okay. I think it's no, I think it, it's tough. I think it's still possible. It's tough. I I think they're gonna have a hard time taking down this Browns team. I'm I still if only they had Josh Dobbs. Show. All right, last early game. It's hate week. We got Saints. We got Falcons. They're both coming off the bye. They're both fresh, and they still hate each other. Saints. Oh wait a second. This just in. Derek Carr not feeling good. Still in the concussion protocol. Protocol. 
Saints laying one on the road. I told you there were a bunch of one point road favorites. Very interesting. Minus one twenty for the Saints. I have Falcons even money. Forty two is the total. There's two things I have going on here. One, I do really wonder what Arthur Smith did with a week of not talking to the media. Probably was good for him. <laughs> and two, Sean, how do we bet against the team where we're probably going to see Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston playing quarterback? You were the one calling for uh, Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. You can't not take them now. I know that's what I'm saying. Marshawn Lattimore uh, could be out for the fa- uh, the Saints. That could be trouble. But and obviously, like you said, uh, Derek Carr out. The Falcons going back to Desmond Ritter is is just coaching malpractice. Desmond Ritter, not the guy. Uh, the Saints team gets up for this Falcons game. I don't like the fact that they're a a road favorite here, but. I, I'm just out on the Falcons. I've been out on them from the beginning. I don't think Desmond Ritter is a good quarterback. I mean, it's a very simple handicap, but until I see otherwise, I get it. He's a little bit, he is better at home. Maybe this is a spot for him uh, with Lattimore out. Maybe they're able to get something done, but um, yeah, no, you, you gotta go saints here. Uh, do, who do you, who has the quarterback edge? Assuming it's James first Desmond Ritter to you. Um, you know, I, I mean, Jameis does something for that offense and he, he creates some electric plays. Like there's, there's a ton of variance and I get why. uh, And I think, I think I'll take him his first game and then probably look to fade him after that. But I think in this spot division game, yeah, give me the saints. The saints have one doing some quick math in my head. All right. Yeah. Nine and two. Their last eleven games straight up against the Atlanta Falcons. They own them. Flow chart. It is a fun flow chart week, by the way. Maybe why why not turn this week into nothing but divisional matchups? I like that. Uh, you're you're hanging out with your family. There's probably some good rivalries there. Let the teams have their rivalry week. You're not traveling as far. It it really works. We'll have to send a, a, a communication to the commissioner. We will uh, hit up the commish. Hey Ryan, just a friendly reminder. This show is brought to you by better help. That's right. Uh, better help. I mean, perfect time for some help around the holidays. If you've been stressed out, uh, it is it's, the holidays are stressful. You don't understand as a kid, you're like, Oh, this is awesome. Presents, food, everything. But th- there's a lot that goes into that, especially the end of the year. Uh, not uncommon to have some work stress, closing things out for the calendar year. And, you know, therapy can be really a bright spot amid all the stress, the change, uh, and something to look forward to, you know, Hey, every, you know, once a week fire up uh, online chat and just get a vent. And I have someone hear you out and kind of work through some stuff. It's, it's super beneficial to a ton of people. Um, and you know, could really help you out. I, if you're thinking about therapy, it probably means give it a shot. I, I how many times have you heard people like, oh, I tried therapy, got nothing out of it. There's always something uh, positive you can find from talking to someone. So, uh, and BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. Uh, definitely worth trying out here. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill, fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Make it super easy. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash SGPN today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash SGPN. 
And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Love Hall of Fame Bets. Get those parlay optimizers going. Use them. Love them. These things are great. Makes researching par- uh, parlays, player props, super, just super fun, super easy. Uh, the parlay calculator optimizer. Sorry, uh, just so easy to use. And yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, you just see the green legs, the red legs. Green legs good, red legs bad. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Sean. Moving along to the afternoon. 105 on the West Coast. The Rams head to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Cardinals catching one point on or at home here, plus 100 on the money line. Rams minus 120. Like I said, four of these strange one point road favorite spots. 44 and a half is the total. Uh, kind of an interesting spot last week for the Cardinals. Felt like they were close upon further review. They were close, but they also kind of got dominated all at the same time. I think when I look at this game, injury-wise, I didn't see much uh, to note from the Rams. It does sound like Kyron Williams is is yeah, trending back. back. And if he's back, I got to be honest. So here here would be my handicap on the Rams. Cooper Cup goes out. They replace him almost seamlessly with Puka Nakua. Kyron Williams goes out. They replace him with no one. I yeah. you could almost argue that Kyron Williams has provided more pop to this offense. So I like that. And Sean, I'm going to take you back to the preseason. Cause one of my long shot bets I gave out was Kaiser white to lead the team in tackles. He came oh. over from with Jonathan Gannon uh, to kind of be the guy in the middle of that defense. And he's, he's out. Uh, that's big. I think that's big for this specific yes, matchup we're you. talking about with Kyron Williams coming back. And, and I will say it, it does mean that that bet will lose. So I'm not going to win uh, most tackles. Kaiser white. He wasn't really trending in that direction anyway, but making that bet made me aware of him. So when I saw that he was going to be out, I was like, Oh no, this is now a bad spot for already a bad rush defense. I like the Rams here. I hate that. We're uh, much like new Orleans and Pittsburgh. I hate that. I'm laying a point on the road. Almost yeah. makes me feel like I should have the Jags and just hope that it's just a, a genuine spot. But I I gotta take the Rams here. I think the Rams are gonna be scrappy to the end. I think we could see this this stupid ass team make the playoffs. I, I mean, you know, Stafford got lit up Ugh. in that game and and still played through it. He is a warrior. Uh talking Rams injuries, Cup is dealing with a low ankle sprain, so he wanted to go back in the game and play through it wasn't able to, or they didn't let him. Uh, I would guess he's probably going to go low ankle sprain division game must win. And yeah, I, I like, uh, I like Sean McVay against Jonathan Gannon and Kaiser white was kind of the guy uh, that really made things work on the Cardinals defense. If you can consider the Cardinals defense as something that really works, I do. Yeah. I, I worry about the Cardinals here. I mean, maybe this is a Kyler like scamper around and, and get it done game, but I, I don't know. It, it I'll take the Rams here. Don't love that. They're a road favorite, but it does feel like, um, yeah, I'm going to continue to fade uh, Arizona here. Yeah. I, I think 
I do think Kyler could have some get get loose a little bit, but uh, you know, like my earlier thesis, even if Cup doesn't play, I I kind of like the matchup here, and you know, Arizona, what are they doing? They had a good opportunity. I think that I think it's honestly a, a tougher matchup this week than it was last week for them. So even though the spread's much smaller, all right, one hundred five on the West Coast, we got Cleveland and Denver. The Broncos are favorites once again, minus two and a half, minus one thirty-five on the money line. Cleveland plus one fifteen. Thirty-five is the total. This is now the third game that we've spoken about with a total of thirty-five or less preseason uh, in effect. The Browns. So I will say, shout out to Brad, our uh, Cleveland insider. He he told us DTR would be better with a week of practice. That was, was he? Uh, absolutely. He didn't lose him the game, and I think with this team, very impressive team. They're seven and three. They're the only team in the league that no one is making excuses for. They've lost their top running back. They lost their starting quarterback. Whatever you think about Deshaun Watson, and may, maybe he should have picked up the phone and called BetterHelp instead of going down to the parlor fifty nine times. Oh yes, uh, to relieve those those mental issues. I, I cannot fade. <laughs> I cannot fade Cleveland in this spot. The defense is on a mission. Uh, I do really? think DTR can can afford uh, can operate the offense uh, well enough. I, I am willing to 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 rethink my thoughts on him after seeing him with with all the one team reps. And I think that much like last week, Denver not covering a two and a half point spread is is perfect. And so this this is another game where I expected to be a rock fight. I really enjoyed watching Samaj P. Ryan start to look like he's going to be the cold weather end of season back for this Broncos team. He he is a monster. I would love to have him on a team that I root for. Uh, and, and he's an absolute dog for this kind of matchup, but I I can't go against Cleveland. Not with this point spread. Not when I told you I'm getting back to my roots with the taking two and a half and not laying it. And not when I I just I can't be wrong about Cleveland anymore. This team is seven and three with zero <laughs> quarterback play. Give me the plus two and a half. Love them as a teaser. It's a thirty-five point game, and you can get plus eight and a half in a teaser. Let's go. Yeah. Oh man. This one's tough because DTR making his first road start. And I know you look at like even DVOA uh, you have, I mean, it's pretty comical in, in our sheet here, which I highly recommend people grabbing Kramer has the offensive or the defensive DVOA for Cleveland. It's one, one, one for like rushing uh, defensive total, whatever. And then Denver is still like 32, 31. Uh, this is uh I mean, this is crazy because Denver's defense though, Ryan does look better. Uh, and I, I think it kind of came to life. I'm really worried about DTR on the road, uh, Browns winning that emotional game, getting that first, uh, you know, getting that big win against the Steelers. Now you go on the road, let down spot. And meanwhile, this Denver team just figures out ways to win games. I don't like uh, Russell Wilson against miles Garrett. I don't like that matchup. <laughs> Feels like uh, Miles could get the better of him, but I'm going to fade DTR on the road because I think this Denver defense is a little underrated. So give me the uh, give me the Broncos here, laying the short number. Yeah, I mean Broncos have also won four in a row, so I, I think both of these teams are probably selling at a nice high point right now. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I, I I'm not. You're not going to talk me into Denver here. I think you're. Uh, Probably what I should have done last week and listen to you taking the points against Denver. I, I'm going to do the same. I think their their uh, squeak it out winning streak is going to end this week. 
And real 13, quick, 10 Denver Broncos win. Well, it, let me tell you where I think the difference is going to be made in this game. I, I do think it's, it's not going to be while I think Cleveland clearly projects like they could get a lot of sacks, a lot of havoc being caused. I think it's the other side. I think they're going to keep, uh, I think they, they looked okay. Even with the tackle problem last week against a very ferocious pass rush, they're not facing quite as a bad a pass rush. And I, I think this week they're going to keep, if they keep the pocket clean and they're able to run the ball, I do think DTR is going to look similar where he's going to get be able to complete yeah, a pass I, I guess here and there. Yeah, I guess I think they're going to be able to pressure uh, DTR. I, I get, you know, Dobbs was able to get a little bit going run game, but also this Denver defense is hitting, man. I mean, they created some pretty, uh, pretty nice turnovers, and I think they're going to be able to turn over DTR same way they did with Dobbs and the Vikings. Yeah, so Minnesota is like a league average uh, adjusted sack rate on the offensive side of the ball. Cleveland is the number one team. Like they are, they keep they they w- in spite of these injuries, they are still top of the league in terms of te- keeping the quarterback clean, and that's with a quarterback that has uh, tended to create some more sacks than they probably deserve to give up. All right. Two more late afternoon games, Sean. Your Philadelphia Eagles, one twenty-five on the West Coast, take on the Buffalo Bills. Feels like a little bit of the juice is out of this matchup, uh, for whatever reason. Maybe because the Bills stink now, and and they're close to losing their their coach, and after they've oh, already careful, lost some coordinators. Ryan. Bills Mafia, Bills Mafia is gonna. I mean, these Bills fans are hilarious. You don't hear from them for a month, and then they beat up on Zach Wilson. All of a sudden, the mentions light up with. Oh, you called him Carson Wentz 2.0. It's like, guys, relax. He's still a turnover machine. He's still Josh Allen. I and if you thought like the and let's be real, like the offense, sure, it looked better, but a lot of that was just because of uh the the Jets offense was just so inept that the the Bills got put in good spots. I still don't think this um this Bills defense is fixed by any means. I mean, yeah, Bill's so, offense. Well, the offense being fixed or not being you, to your point, sometimes you can't take much out of games like this. Sometimes but Jets still have a good defense, so yeah, sure, say say nice things. But uh, in this spot, I, I think part of the reason you know you have to wonder the stability of the organization. Your take on the Carson Wentz, Josh Allen comps might be a little bit of a stretch, but Brian Dable being well, it, being be the clear, brain, it wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't my take. I said. You know, I did the classic thing of some are saying he is Carson Wentz 2.0. I did, and Ryan, as you pointed out, I think a uh, big difference because Carson Wentz does have a Super Bowl, and unlike the Buffalo Bills, Eagles know how to go in and get wins in Kansas City, which uh, something Ooh. really I've, I've been struggling for Bills fans. Getting spicy, Sean. Uh, Bills are catching three and a half as they head to Philly. Philly on the short week off Monday Night Football. Uh, Plus one forty-five for the Bills, minus one seventy-five for the Eagles. Forty-eight and a half is the total. I mean, certainly the the performance. You know, the the the. I guess you'd call it a dichotomy between the way that Jalen Hurts allows his team around him to uh, to to become great. Josh Allen destroys his team around him by trying to be the great one. And I do think there is something to the fact that Brian Dable had some some formula. You can say it didn't matter, but he had some formula where Josh Allen wasn't doing all of this stuff. And now that he's doing it, he got a coordinator fired. We we don't know if the the change really mattered. What we do know is that Joe Brady was celebrating like he had money on the game. I like that energy. <laughs> I, I certainly like Joe Brady's energy more than Ken Dorsey. So maybe that's an upgrade. Um, but 
I don't think this Bills team is near where they were. Like you said, the defense, it's not something where they can just fix it. It's players, it's injuries, and specifically, their advantage is up front, and they're not gonna have that advantage in this game against the Eagles. You saw it against the Chiefs front, which is very good. The Eagles weathered the storm, figured it out, got it done. Yeah, maybe they lose that game if MVS catches the ball uh five out of ten times, but they didn't. And I think in this spot with Buffalo, I think this is a matchup where if Buffalo plays a clean game, they're gonna have a hard time getting inside this number. And they're not playing clean games. So I'm laying the points with Philly. Lay the three and yeah, a half. I mean, don't take it. M- matchup wise, it all favors the Eagles, rightly so. Better team at home. Um, I, I guess I am concerned situationally that there's a letdown uh spot here. Uh, after you know winning the Super Bowl rematch, short week coming back home, maybe looking ahead, they have some big NFC games. Um, you know after after this one, uh, but I would I guess what counters that is the if you listen to like Kelsey and and Jalen Hurts and like the leaders on the team, they were they weren't really happy with their performance. Uh, I mean I'm I'm certainly was because they won me a shit ton of money, but. Uh, they they still felt like, hey, this isn't our best football. We can play better than this, and it's tough not to believe in them, uh, especially at home. Their offensive line, defensive line, I think match up very well against this Buffalo Bills team. Uh, Josh Allen is going to feel the pressure of going up against uh, an, an Eagles team, and he's gonna he's gonna force something. And we've seen it so many times. Uh, even though Hertz has had a little bit of issues with turnovers, at least compared to last year. He does a good job with the Jets game being the exception of not forcing the tur- not hitting the turnover in a bad spot, and when he does turn it over, coming back and really rebounding in a big way. And you know, Zach Wilson just not mobile at all. Even though Hertz has been dealing with that knee thing, uh, still adds some nice mobility. You saw in the uh, QB draw there uh, to get it in the end zone. The tush push, of course, is unstoppable. That was why one complaint with the play calling was the uh, on third and one where they didn't run the tush push, but uh, this is the Eagles at home smash spot. Eagles minus three and a half. Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't call it a smash spot, but I, I do think that I'm. I don't. It's hard for me to want to take the bill. I, I I know that the, you know, if you look at the yards, I don't think the Eagles necessarily got home in terms of a dominant rushing performance because of how the game started. But I do think when, you know, and if you look at the second half as the smaller sample size, they were able to basically, you know, invoke their will on the chiefs an equally good, if not much better defensive front than the bills. I, I want, I I don't see why it's not going to be the same. I think there's a similar handicap with the props in terms of finding a rushing ladder. Maybe it's hurts to get multiple touchdowns again. Maybe it's another potential swift big game, but I do think this is a game 48 and a half. That's a big number. I think it, it that, that, that also is one, not a tolls guy, but it does seem like this is going to be a, a lower scoring game, much like the Monday night game was with chiefs and, and Eagles. All right. And the Eagles just had practice uh, playing in rainy weather. So if there is some sort of rain and stuff like that, I think they will be in a good spot for it. Rain with Josh Allen is just like, all right, the sun- <laughs> look out. <laughs> Uh, it's like the, that, that any video where you see someone accidentally light off all the fireworks at once that it add Hector, rain. In, the, Hector in the YouTube chat saying Niners look ahead. Yeah. I mean that this team is pretty good about staying focused, but I, I would say let down spot off the chiefs win, maybe looking ahead towards Niners. 
that would be my only concern as far as getting snake bitten here. But um, oh, like I said, the fact that they had a chip on their shoulder at, in the press conference makes me feel better about it. And then Mike in the YouTube chat saying, Sean, big fan of push and tush. Won't hear that honestly anywhere else. Thanks, Rob. Or Mike Rob. I, oh. I appreciate that. Rob with two B. Uh, I would say as an objective uh, bystander, Sean does like pushing tush all the time. <laughs> yes. All the time. Uh, all right. Next up, Kansas City Chiefs coming off that game. We just talked about it. 125 on the West Coast. They're heading to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. Chiefs minus nine in a, a potential bounce back spot, minus 395 on the money line, 310 for the Raiders coming back. 43 and a half is the total. Antonio Pierce. Uh, we mentioned it when we were talking about the Dolphins. Probably the game was closer on the scoreboard than it was in real life. At some point, the Antonio Pierce thing has to stop working. Although I will say, this team has continually had a coherent game yep. plan of let's shorten the game, let's run the ball, let's take shots to our studs. Patrick Graham, he's going to limit what you can do. He's going to make you do it over and over and over and over again down the field. My and he has had success shutting down Kelsey when he was with the giants. I feel like I say that. And then Kelsey comes out and has a huge game here. Cause everyone's making fun of him Cause he went to his girlfriend's concert and then had a bad game. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, dropping passes, fumbling inside the red zone, you know, maybe he needs to shake it off. Oh, I, I don't even know if that's one of her songs, but uh yeah, I mean, I I I actually like the Raiders here as a nine-point home dog. Uh, they have a scrappiness to them. Uh, I think Devonte Adams, uh, decent matchup against the against the Chiefs. And am I wrong? Haven't haven't the Raiders historically hung around with this Chiefs team and played them somewhat closer? Shame on me for not running it through the flowchart engine. Let me do that real quick. Um, I I. I it's one of those things where like for a while the Raiders were building their team to beat the chiefs. Like, like many yeah. have, let's see here. I got the, uh, yeah, they, they cover, I mean, they cover numbers. That would, that's yeah. how I would explain the situation. They cover numbers. The chiefs do that is the chiefs do against the Raiders. The chiefs cover numbers. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, that being said, I like the Raiders here. They're, they, they got something going within it. Antonio Pierce. Aiden O'Connell, while not great, um, I think is good enough. And we saw DeAndre Swift have a pretty good game. I think, I think there's some stuff. As good as the Chiefs' defense is, I think there is some stuff you can get going uh, on the ground here. So yeah, I'll, I'll take the Raiders get nine here. Completely disagree. They got to really? fix their offense. I think they need to score points, run up the score. Uh, when you look at the, but I don't think they, I don't, I don't think the Chiefs have that blowout. Uh, option on their offense, like the, I mean, I guess with the exception of the Bears at home, like when have the Chiefs really run it up offensively? Fair, but I mean, yeah, well, power just came back on. You're you're talking about a situation where they're coming off a game where they're going to go against probably the toughest match all year in terms of offensive defensive line combination. So, okay, uh, well, I would say, but but just this: <laughs> how many how many thirty point games have the Chiefs had this season? No, I get it. The spats are, you know, they're not scoring in the fourth quarter. They're not, they're not putting up points period. And I think that's why the extra focus against this defense, it's going to allow them to put, maybe it's not points. Maybe it's a ton of yards, but I'm, I'm certainly not going to take the points with this Raiders team and Antonio Pierce, who was holding on for dear life last week, probably could have been, 
that that could have easily been a twenty-one point game, and maybe we're talking about this one differently. Then uh, we don't often get a Patrick Mahomes is going to be extra locked in, pissed off, uh, and and very much uh, this is going to be. I mean, Sean, you've been going out to Vegas every week. This is going to be a Chiefs crowd. You don't think there's going to be some Midwestern folks roaming around the circa, uh, getting ready to to feast? A bad team. No, bad no and, and really, you know, going to feast. It, uh, the Raiders with some turnovers. I I think turnovers come in bunches. Ryan, they got some there against oh. a sleepy Dolphins team, and and this Chiefs team. Uh, I get it. They're gonna they're gonna probably get the win, but I think nine is way too high. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe they they squeak in the back door, but I think we're gonna get an extra extra locked in uh, Kansas City Chiefs effort here. All right, Sunday Night Football could be a simple system here. We're heading to Los Angeles where the Ravens come to town. I, I haven't really thought put too much thought into this handicap in terms of if the Ravens are going to have the building. I always assume they will. They are a public team. We had, we did not have many public sides this week, Sean, uh, New York and Baltimore were the only two. And we're sitting here with Baltimore catching 75% of the tickets. I, I, Coming off the Thursday night, a little bit of a, a mini buy, minus three and a half for the Ravens on the road here, minus 180 on the money line. Chargers plus 150, 48 and a half is the total. Another week where the Chargers screw it up and everyone runs to the to the defense of Justin Herbert. Not his fault. It's everyone else's <laughs> fault. Uh, Justin Decker included. Uh, they need a new linebackers coach. They need a new head coach. I, they seem to need a lot of things. This Ravens team. I know they lost. Uh, oh, sorry. I know they're coming off a game where it was kind of a gimme, but this team continues to play well. And if you're giving me Lamar Jackson, low leverage, bad defense, this is where he excels. This is yeah. this is a situation. And it's it's Chargers at home. We fade them, and we lay the three and a half. This is a cornucopia. This is like when you mix the the gravy and the cranberry sauce and the stuff and all together, and you scoop it up on your turkey like it's a tortilla chip. Ravens lay the points. Uh, Shout out to the Chargers fan who slid into the Instagram DMs. He, he started off. He's like, "That was a horrible. Uh, that was ESPN level bad take on Justin Herbert." Uh, and I was like, "I really? I thought I didn't. I didn't remember us killing Justin Herbert. I think he's. He kept saying how we kept saying he was dumb, and that's why they were struggling. No, I mean, in spent in in some of the games, I do think Herbert deserves some criticism. Now." That being said, I think Staley is a horrible coach. He's clearly unraveling. Uh, I mean, the Keenan Allen drop, the Eckler fumble, like the Quinton Johnson uh, drop, like they're they're not helping him out at all. But I, I would say, at the end of the day, you did have the ball with one drive left to go to get three points against the Packers on the road. Compare that to Jalen Hurts' last seven games, where he's been down ten points or more. He's won all those games. I know it's not fair to say it's all Herbert's fault, but I do think if we're going to put Herbert in those like top five quarterbacks and he has the talent, he has the physical ability. I, I think we just got to see a little bit more of him elevating guys around him. Now I would say it's start. I would love to see Herbert with a real head coach. Um, Cause I don't think Brandon Saley is a real head coach and he's not handling any of this. Well, Ryan, you nailed it. I mean, not only is this like a situational smash spot for the Ravens, I think it's also a matchup spot. I mean, 
how do you stop Lamar Jackson? You need to have really good linebackers, right? Uh, Because where does he attack? He attacks the middle of the field. It's going to be some Beckham slant routes. It's going to be him scrambling the ball. It's going to be them running it down their throats with Gus Edwards. Like everything the Ravens do is to attack your linebackers and you trot out these linebackers. It's going to be a tough sledding for this team. I, yeah, I mean, you could, they could take care of the. I mean, you think about it, the, um, they could take care of this on the ground. They could take care of this through the air. There's a lot of angles and we didn't really even really talk about how limited that chargers offense has looked. I, I know it does. <laughs> you have been mean to Herbert. You, you do tend to want to walk it back a little bit, but you what? have been, you've been down on Herbert, just like you've been down on Lamar. So it it speaks a mm. lot for you to be taking Lamar here, but I'm in a position where I do think Herbert definitely is not being helped by his teammates, but at some point you are what your record says you are. And I think specifically you nailed it. If you just had, if we just had a formula where how many times have you been the quarterback on a team where win probabilities sit between, you know, 30 and 70%, how many of those games you to win? How many do you lose? That's a simple formula to, to judge how like it doesn't have to be clutch. But how effective are you in high leverage situations? I mean, great quarterbacks tend to be good in high leverage situations, and bad quarterbacks tend to not be good in those situations. And you might mimic a good quarterback the rest of the time, like Herbert definitely does. But why does he keep doing this? Why does he keep making these? Why does he look like Trevor Lawrence sometimes, and 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 other times he looks like a Greek god? I don't know. But I'm going to stick to the systems, and I'm I'm going to fade him here. I think Lamar gets has his way. And oh, by the way, and Sean, how about that Baltimore Ravens uh, to be the number one seed? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's certainly uh, in the mix, especially with the Chiefs' loss there. Uh, catching up with the chat, Off Grid Sports pointing out that uh, Beckham is banged up. I, I forgot about that. He got a shoulder injury uh, late in the game, so keep an eye on that. But I do think like Isaiah Likely with Andrews out again, they're just going to attack the middle of this field, which I think is a really good spot for him and. I'll say I'll say Herbert and Lamar Jackson. I, I think uh, I do have similar handicaps. I think they're both above average quarterbacks. Uh, Lamar has showed some moments of eliteness, but I think ultimately, for me to truly consider you elite, you got to win the big games, and those are playoff games for Lamar. And that's and I you know you could apply the same thing to Justin Herbert. So, but there are different um, stages. Like you got to admit that Lamar has had a long, a relatively long track record of showing excelling in the regular season and leading his team to the 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 dance. Yes. Uh, well, to the dance meaning what the divisional round of the playoffs. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I mean uh, Lamar has won an MVP, so certainly he's showed he's shown higher level of eliteness, uh, been in the league longer. But yeah, I mean, kind of similar handicap for both of them uh, to some degree, where it's like you you like what you see for a lot of it, but you're still left kind of uh, wanting more. Who are you taking? Uh, you starting a team right now? Herbert, yes. Lamar Jackson. Uh, considering age as well. Yeah, everything. Uh, agency, everything. I would say, oh man, I get it. Honestly, it depends on the coach. Cause I think if you're, if you're a coach, that's like smart enough to take advantage of what Lamar does, I think he's, you know, he's, he's really tough, but then Herbert is just like the ultimate prospect. So I would love to see him with a coach, not named Brandon Staley. 
Uh, but gun to my head, I guess you would have to go Lamar because you've he's proven it more in the regular season, and the guys won an MVP, so probably matter. Like, yeah, who who matter? And especially if you're talking gambling, who matters more to the number? Probably Lamar. Uh, lay it, Kyle. Kyle in the YouTube chat. I won't read his last name, but it says. I very rarely get to catch y'all live, but I got to tell you two are some funny motherfuckers. Also, oh, wow. the last time I wore two pairs of sunglasses at the same time, I was high on meth. Just saying. Yeah, I'm just I'm in a, I'm in a gambling mood. All right. I might have been betting on some ponies Ryan, earlier. I, I missed that at first that Ryan has his Tommy DeVito sunglasses on top of his head and then his regular uh sunglasses on his uh nose there. These are my regular ones. These are the uh these are my Colorado Buffaloes rush the field vacation glasses. So I'm getting in and the mood. Hector and Hector pointed out big injury we didn't even get to a uh, Bosa getting injured. Oh. Uh, I mean, if there was anything that was close to swinging it, the Bosa injury definitely does. Kramer, last game. Yeah, and in my head, I I, I feel I thought I could have sworn you said uh, you brought that up at the beginning, but maybe you didn't. All right, last one. Monday Night Football. One more three and a half point spread to talk about. Back to back road spot for Chicago. Uh, Justin Field. The the Justin Fields is back game uh, went exactly how you would think it did. Minnesota lane three and a half minus one sixty five on the money line. Chicago plus one forty. Forty three is the total. Not again another game where I'm puzzled as to why the number moved from four and a half to three and a half on the look ahead. Yeah, I'm done. T- I'm done fading Josh Dobbs. I'm sorry I did it last week. Um, let's go. <laughs> Pastor not ready for liftoff. Yeah. Oh man, I'm kind of worried here. Uh, Josh in uh, in the uh, YouTube chat saying uh, Fields ladder was awesome. Thank you guys. Yeah, it was all over that matchup. But uh, I don't know. I, I I'm with you to some degree, Ryan. That um, the pastronaut you don't want to fade him, but the Bears defense has been looking pretty good. And while I I, I don't see the Bears winning this game because ultimately. Even though Fields did look better, he still has that one screw up in him uh, that will ultimately cost you the game. And then, you know, the Bears' defense—it did feel like once you really pressed them, uh, they kind of unraveled there a little bit. I don't know. This one's tough. Oh, you're but going, you're go- yeah, we were wrong about Brian Flores. That I think that's the biggest part of the handicap. He, he's, yeah. He's doing it, and the defense is top ten across the board, both against the run and the pass. I like, you know, if I'm a Bears fan, I love that I have Herbert back. I think he makes that stable of running backs even better. But I, but I wonder if you're going to be able to be a relatively one-dimensional team against this Brian Flores defense. That oh, by the way, they're getting after the quarterback, and I think Justin Fields, you know, isn't going to take advantage of that. The the Bears' offensive line shows up really well in the in the numbers, and it's something that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. I watch the games; they do not look like one of the best teams in terms of pass protection, and maybe that's because they've had quarterbacks that are just running into sacks, and it's not giving them credit. But guess what? Their quarterbacks are going to continue to run into those sacks, and so I do think that Minnesota is going to be able to create some havoc here. And if there's one thing that Justin Fields has done consistently in his, his career, it's he, when when the havoc starts, he's eventually going to make that mistake. We watched it last week. That team played so well, and they still lost the game. They almost didn't cover the game. If not yeah, for a heavy crazy. play by the offensive lineman, we're gonna we're sitting here talking about how they somehow didn't cover the game. So I am gonna lay the points with Minnesota. I do think Minnesota fancies themselves a playoff team now with Josh Dobbs, and I gotta wonder. 
Has Minnesota found their succession plan to Kirk Cousins? They might. And who better to play in the spaceship, Ryan, than the astronaut? So, I mean, so how did how did we just stumble upon this? Kyle P is on the heater. So is uh, Minnesota. Yeah. At least ATS. Uh, tough loss there in Denver. All right, Kramer. We're both on the Vikings. Time to get to the lock, dog, and tease. I went first last time, so definitely not going to be doing that this week. Kramer, you have the honors. All right, I, I can. I thought about. I don't really. I, I'm not. I won't be locking up Thanksgiving. I won't be locking up Black Friday. Mm. Let's let's move along to to Sunday. I I think there's a, a number of situations that just st- stood out to me as I didn't quite understand it. I don't expect the Colts to look good here. I am a little worried about the injury situation. I bring up Tampa only to say they were close. Moving along to my actual locks. Lock number one, got to go to the Baltimore Ravens. Got to lay oh. three and a half points against the Chargers. This is a spot Lamar is going to absolutely excel in. And lock number two, I am, I'm going to end up regretting this, I think. But I'm going to take the points with the Cleveland Browns in DTR's first Ooh. road spot. I I I I'm done going against this team. I don't think this is the spot where they crash down against the Denver's four game winning streak. And I do think that Cleveland is going to be a team that we're going to have to start thinking about what do we do with them in the first round of the playoffs? They're going to be on the road. I think taking on someone not very good, maybe from the uh, the AFC East or the AFC South. Ah, dog. Money line. This is probably where you uh it, you can safely stretch your legs. Give me the commanders. Oh wow. Let's go. Ah, again, I you can't Sam Howell and this Commanders team against the Giants, there's something happens. Someone has pictures of someone. What All do you right. got for your tease? For my tease, so many great games to tease this week, Sean. We got to tease the Browns up to eight and a half. We got to tease the Bucks up to eight and a half. And I think I think I gotta I gotta tease the Lions down to one and a half. Okay. All right, Ryan. Let's see. Interesting slate to choose from. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna cancel my Browns lock. Really? Yeah. Okay. What do you got? I don't do this very often. I forgot I wanted to take the Rams. Fade Rams. the Cardinals, yeah. Yeah, they've they've owned them. Yeah. Uh I think Moonoff had the stat in the chat, like eight no straight up in ATS uh last eight. So I forgot uh, the Kaiser White angle was very that's my it was one of my stronger micro takes this week, Sean. <laughs> I always love a good strong micro take. Thank you. All right. I will take you know what? I'm gonna do it. Uh, give me the Houston Texans mm. as the small dog there. A- am I crazy to? I, I'm not crazy to lock up the Titans, am I? No, that's close to yes. Tennessee minus three and a half. Although Washington, if I was gonna do locks for Thanksgiving, I really do like that. Washington plus eleven is so strong, and so is uh, so is Green uh, Detroit minus seven and a half. Certainly in lock contention. Definitely stuff I'll be betting on for my dog. I I don't have a ton of dogs this week. Kramer already took the um, took the Commanders there. Raiders maybe a bit of a stretch. Tampa Bay Bucks though on the money line get it done. Uh, you, you convinced me of that one, Ryan. For my tease, 
I will do uh, San Francisco. Uh, yeah, do I want to do that? No, I'll do I'll do Ch- Detroit minus one and a half. Feels like a pretty safe tease. I'll do. Um, hmm. So I like all these small favorites. Not really great teasing opportunity. Um, I'll tease Washington up to seventeen, and then I'll tease the Raiders up to fifteen. I didn't tease the Bucks. Uh, you no, know what? The well, pe- I, the, pe- I have the Bucks in the money line. The people need a. Uh, the people need a, a Thanksgiving lock. I think we add a. I think we add a lock. Okay, bonus Thanksgiving lock. Detroit. I will go Washington plus eleven. Give me. Detroit. Do you have a bonus Thanksgiving lock, right? Lions. Yeah, I I'm also with you on that one. All right, so for circa millions, we got the Ravens minus three and a half. Detroit, or sorry, Rams minus one. Houston plus one. And uh, my second lock, Tennessee minus three and a half. And I'm going to say it, Washington plus eleven. I was going to say Washington or Detroit is fine with me. Yeah, let's go Washington. Um, and because uh, e- easy saying, you guys are both on the lines. Damn, now we're probably going to lose. <laughs> You're funny, easy. Hey, thank you everyone for tuning in the podcast. Appreciate it. Uh, check out the Veasan Show nine o'clock Friday night Pacific time on YouTube TV Veasan.com. Uh, and check out the pregame show. We'll be giving a bonus extra long pregame show because we'll give out a bunch of props DFS because we don't have those shows. Happy Thanksgiving! Get on on the Patreon. Um, for a chance to win an autograph, John Madden, something stay tuned for what that is. Sports game podcast.com slash Patreon for the sports game podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green. He's Ryan. Happy Thanksgiving, Sean Kramer. Let it ride. <laughs>